money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. It's summer. It is summer. So we've been, you know, talking this last month about the hows and whys of debt and of course as we come into summer everybody's relaxing and so it's like okay little caution we thought we'd we'd throw in this whole month of july as, as a bit of a caution say hey don't relax too much we want you to enjoy the summer and we want you to actually enjoy the fall and the winter <laughs> because if you relax too much then guess what happens you might get into trouble yeah. so if you're so not- Aware. Aware. That's right. Yes. So this is a show where we talk about the hard issues of money. My yes. name is Dave Van Oppen. I'm here with my wife, Reb. And, and we've been having this conversation, really, like I said, ongoing for the last number of weeks. And so if you haven't caught the last number of weeks, um, just go back to really the, the beginning of July. We had the, the July 1st Canada Day show where we talked to David Sweet, and that was a great show. And then after that, we've been just having this conversation. So if you missed them, more morethanenough.ca. You can check them out there. You can download the podcast off of iTunes. Just search Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. And, uh, or you can just get it right off CHRI's website. It's uh, there as well. So today, this would be really the last, I'm going to say chapter, although it's not really the last no, chapter. No, this is the last, the, the, well, we've done four shows. Last week we had Ray on mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and with him, we talk specifically about um, what we fill our lives with to, to, you know, some of us, not everyone experiences a void, but uh, some of us experience a void in our life or emptiness or looking for peace or something. So we try and fill mm-hmm. those spots of our lives with something that will satisfy us and and give us some at least temporary fulfillment mm-hmm. And uh, Ray and, uh, was sharing his heart about what we do, and really the only one who can fill that place is our Creator mm-hmm. um, through Christ. And, uh, and so that, it's a great, great reminder that if we can look at our checkbook and say, where are we spending our money, and, and what part of that is maybe caused by something that, that that's tweaked in our hearts that maybe it's an unfulfilled desire or maybe it's a something you know and again listen to last week's show that's right but we did talk about it in light of how that can lead us into debt mm-hmm. because this is we're talking about the how and why of debt so sometimes when we pursue those things we just debt's easy and we're going to talk about that today and normally we have a verse first but we're actually going to weave the verse into mm-hmm. uh, the changing topic yeah we're changing things up this summer a little bit but um that's i guess that's the question i'm going to ask you right off the bat is what does the world say about debt because here we've talked about how we get into debt the heart issues around why we're getting into debt but what is the world like? What is the why does it matter to be out of debt? I guess that's what the sh- the show is about. Some of you may not care. 
So, exactly. And why why should we care to get out of debt? And often we talk about how and why and how to do it, but we don't talk about why we should, why we're why we are even on the radio talking about this, mm-hmm. why we at more than enough want to offer help to people to get out of debt. Why is this important? So what right. and, and, and there are practical reasons, right? Like you know, Okay, but we, we're okay, don't go there yet. First we have to tell them why, what the world says about debt. Well, the world says that we are it's easy, right? It, it, it's expected. Think about think about the progression here, right? So we grow up with our parents. They manage the money, and and they're doing the things. And then we get to a stage where we're maybe teenagers, and we begin to get a little of our own money, and and we start learning how to use that money. And then we graduate, exit kind of the family, and begin our school career. And first thing we get handed is is hey, go into debt. To, to get your education and then from there we just get handed this over and over and over again if you want to accomplish something then you have to use debt to get it accomplished and, and that goes through our entire life that's the messaging that we get from a lot of the 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 pressures around us is is that you just need debt to to accomplish those things and once we go through our entire lives and we get to the end of our lives okay, we do the balance sheet, we sum everything up, and our will gets distributed, all the debt gets paid off, and maybe there's a little bit left for the kids. And you're going, well, wait a minute, that doesn't sound very appealing when I total up the amount of money, and I'm just talking practically, when I total up the amount of money that I've paid out in interest charges over the course of the 40, maybe 50 Mm -hmm. years that I've been in debt, starting at the age of 20 and going to the age of maybe 70, going, my goodness, could I ever have used some of that money instead of giving it to financial institutions? Could I have used some of that money to give it to what I wanted to give it to? And because this is the messaging of our world, it's really hard to get outside that messaging. Mm -hmm. It's really... it, we need to think outside the box, which is why we're here, why we're even talking about this. <laughs> and and uh, I remember sitting in my parents' house. My father passed away a couple of years ago, but sitting in my mom's house, and she had purged a couple of times because she'd moved. Mm-hmm. But I thought, is when you're 85 and 90 years old and you're sitting where she is and you look back at your life, does she just see this stuff mm-hmm. in her house and that's what her life is made out of? and the accumulation uh, and the stuff that she has to get rid of in the end because now she lives with my sisters and she basically has enough for her bedroom and mm-hmm. all of that that she collected over the years. I, I, it really just struck me a number of years ago and I thought, is this all there is? Mm-hmm. Is this what people are living for without Christ? Is this what we've got? I mean, and Jesus says it. This isn't even our verse, but I'm thinking of the, the verses, what does it profit any man even if, if he gains, gains the, the whole world, world, but in the end he loses his own soul. Mm-hmm. And, and and again, that's the messaging. There's a lot of messaging around the fact that just just convincing us that the only way that, that this life can be lived and, and lived well is if we leverage ourselves, if we can make the monthly payment on all the things that we want to do. And so that's, uh, you know, whether it's a, I, I, I want or maybe need a new car, well, it's $33 every week. Well, okay, can I make the payment on $33? doesn't matter 
what the, the long-term cost is. Can I make the payment on the $33? So all of that marketing messaging uh, that we've been certainly experiencing has has come down to it's easy to get in debt. It's cheap to get in debt. Mm-hmm. Um, the messaging doesn't tell us the real cost right. of the uh, debt. Right, it, over over the long term. And, and we're very enticed by the message that you can have it now. Mm-hmm. Take that vacation. You deserve it. Mm-hmm. You need it. You and and I hear myself saying this, and I hear myself saying it at home to Dave. I, I can I can say, oh well, e- even this morning, you know, well I need a cup of coffee. Well, actually, I want the caffeine that's in the coffee. I want the cup of coffee. It's great. Let's mm-hmm. just admit it's a want, not necessarily a need. And sometimes we can't. Sometimes, if we're honest, we have to take a hard road, and that's not what the world's offering. The world's offering quick and easy and instant, mm-hmm. and. So we need to slow down a little bit. And as we slow down this summer, um, maybe we can consider these some of these things with our families and our, our kids and our spouses and start talking about it. Um, and, and that's, I think, the, the we're actually really messing up the show now because I'm throwing the challenge in right now. We'll come back to it. But the challenge is, is don't just go into debt because you think it's the only option. Um, that, that's such, you talked about the easy road and, and, and really so many times just, just take a step back and say, is there any, any other way that we can do this? Is there, is there a way that we can, um, you know, go on that vacation and, and do it debt free, debt free, do Do, it in a way that, that, you know, and, and get creative that way. Uh, again, bring the, the, the kids in and the family in and say, Hey guys, we've got X number of dollars that we're going to spend on vacation. Let's see how we can do it. I mean, we did a couple shows a, a, a show a couple of shows ago where we talked about just cheap things you can do for Canada's one hundred and fifty. Yeah. That stuff is still going on, by the way. But there there are lots of things that you can do that if you just, in a sense, get a little creative and save some bucks on in in those things. But I think it also goes back to the show we had a couple of weeks ago about coveting and greed. Mm-hmm. What happens is we compare ourselves to to our neighbors and they have all this stuff uh, or going on all these trips or whatever. Mm-hmm. I know I had a conversation with our neighbor and she's like, oh, you know, it's amazing that you guys can go you do that trip every year or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, we get to do. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, but you have a cottage. And she's like, oh yeah. I said, you know, we each have our, our, our thing yep. we enjoy and what's a priority for us is different. And and our neighbors are great enough to say, use our pool and hot tub. And we're like, great, we're, we're over, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and that's the beauty of it when you can let go of the coveting and the greed, and then you can just enjoy things together. Mm-hmm. You know, you can enjoy cottage life together. You can enjoy all of those things together. And people people if they have open hearts are willing to share some of those things hopefully with us so that we can do our vacation cheaper or uh just a little different but it does it does take us stopping and saying okay how can we do this and And we have to remember that that debt is not a sin right right it's not a sin it's a burden and our father who loves us immensely god who's saying listen uh, i love you i don't want you to carry that burden you don't need to carry that burden and and i in a sense want to provide for you the the good things for you without the debt without the burden because we know i mean the statistics and we've talked about this in multiple shows the statistics and the and the evidence is plain that financial stress does cause 
it causes stress. It's financial stress. It does cause us some stress. And so going into debt, even in the short term, it, we are going to experience some, some debt as we, we work that out. And so you know, recognizing that the, that the God who loves you immensely does not want you to go into debt for good reason. Right. It wasn't, it's not just another rule. Um, but, but scripture, I'm going to pull in the scripture that we picked for today. Um, love your neighbor. The, the scripture says in uh, Romans, uh, I didn't, oh, I did write down the reference. Romans 13, mm-hmm. we're to owe no one uh, anything except a debt of love. So we're not supposed to owe our neighbor mm-hmm. uh, cash or borrow cash and and do those mm-hmm. things, but we are to to give love. Mm-hmm. We if we owe anybody anything, it's to love them. Like if you think about it, like having a debt payment that's owing, and and loving your neighbor, um, owe no one anything except to love one another. For he who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not covet. And if there is any other commandment, all are summed up in the saying, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Can you imagine if we went around with that burden? Oh man, I I owe my neighbor not love today. Oh man, how am I going to pay that to them? How am I going to pay back love to them? How can I, how can I, you know, we look after our neighbor's animals on the weekends when they're at their cottage, but we don't think of owing that anything. We would never, you know, you don't, you don't feel like it. It's a burden, but can you imagine if we walked around man, and said, man, I want to, I got to love my neighbor today. How am I going to love my neighbor? I mean, that would change instead of us consumed with how are we going to pay back the interest on the debt that's owed to the banks? If we actually shifted that, our thinking, we'd be thinking a lot different. Thinking about how to love people all the time and how to act on that love, how to share what we have. Like it would be transformational for our communities if we walked around thinking that way instead of consumed with the stress of the debt. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, I'm going to pull in the numbers thing because we can and say, you know, we know statistically right now that the Canadian family is essentially giving the financial institutions about 11% of their net income and only giving about 0.6% to to charitable institutions if we could at least reverse those what would what would our communities look like what would how would would we have the cash to to love up on our neighbors absolutely we we would actually have some money to do that as well and again this is this is why I, you know even in proverbs when we talk about proverbs 6 which is one of the i would say the 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 stalwart verses around not going into debt avoiding debt and and the message says it in 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 the language of <laughs> and the day. We picked the message because so, it's uh, pretty straightforward here. So, so here here's the, the the message from Proverbs six and it uh, verse six or sorry Proverbs six one to five and it says, "Dear friend, if you've gone into hawk with your neighbor or locked yourself into a deal with a stranger, if you've impulsively promised your shirt off your back and now you find yourself shivering out in the cold." Friend, don't waste a minute. Get yourself out of the mess. You're in that man's clutches. Go put on a long face. Act desperate. Don't procrastinate. There's no time to lose. Run like a deer from the hunter and fly like a bird from the trapper. 
Those are pretty uh, Those descriptive are pretty, words. Yeah, like about not getting into debt, which goes into the, which reflects one of the reasons why we're here today. Why don't we get into debt? And and the first reason is because of our relationship with the Father mm-hmm. and what Scripture says. He says, run from it like uh, a deer from a hunter. Like you think about all the deer we see on the roads lately, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of deer out there running just from the roads mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they run and leap pretty fast and they're hightailing it out of there. And that's what we're supposed to do when it comes to uh, debt and owing someone money. And I, I think if, if we link these two verses where we're saying, you know, debt in some way restricts us and we don't necessarily see that when we are going into debt, we, we don't really see or we, it doesn't, isn't as obvious when we, we go into debt that it's somehow going to restrict us. Because mm-hmm. the reality is, is I'm going into debt to, to get something that's going to help me. That, that's what happens. And, and yet God's saying, no, 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 let's go back to Romans. And it says, well, it, we are in fact restricted if in the love that we have for our neighbor, if we're indebted. Right. Interesting how they are. T- I'm just getting this now as we're talking about it. They are so very tied together. Because you can't necessarily show that debt of love to someone if you're indebted to them financially. Or, or even just stressed out about money. Yes. Think, think about the, the amount of stress that, that we carry when we're stressed out about money. How can we actually even pay attention to what, what's going on in our, in our neighbor's life if we're so focused on the stress and we're so focused on, on wow, how, how am I going to make the next bill payment? Well, yeah, then, then we go, well, we're not even thinking about our neighbor because we're still thinking about how we're going to make that next bill payment because we're, we're so much in debt. And, and again, those costs, and, and, and I like to say this just really openly, those costs are hidden. You don't really see them. They, they, the, 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 the interest costs just sneak in there, and all of a sudden it's like, well, I I don't know why we can't make ends meet. Uh, and then you do the math or you sit down and you face the finances. Often in our financial fitness seminar, when we're, one of the key concepts that we te- teach there is financial awareness creates empowerment. When, when you can sit down and, and, and say, you know what? This was what, how much interest I paid this year over all the debt that I'm carrying. And are you okay with that? Is that a number that you're satisfied with, or is that a number you like? Boy, would I ever like to have some of that money back, right? Um, and and allocate it to a different spot. Well, great. Then let's do something. As, as Proverbs says, okay, so, now get desperate and get out of it. So, so what I'm hearing you say. So the just to recap a little bit. So the world's telling us debt's easy. It's quick, but it's not telling us, the marketing's not telling us what it's truly costing us over the long Mm -hmm. haul. Debt, why get out of debt? Well, number one, stress is a huge factor. Jesus, or I mean Jesus, God, Mm -hmm. the Spirit, wrote to us and spoke to us and said, don't owe anything to anybody. Run from 
get out of debt as fast as you can and just love people, love your neighbor. Because if you love your neighbor and are focused on loving your neighbor, you're not going to be committing adultery. You're not going to be stealing from them. You're not going to be conniving. You're not going to be coveting. You're going to be thinking, I want to owe my neighbor debt. That's what that Romans passage says. And interesting about that Romans passage, just to back up a couple of verses, he does talk about paying taxes right in there. Yes, I did. I did see that. Those are the bills. And we'll just say, those are the bills that have to, to get, get paid, paid right? right so 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 why do we need to get out of debt for one god tells us run from it because this is going to stress you out and you're going to be focused you're going to be preoccupied because i i mean there are some bills that dave and i have had uh the last little while and i've been like yeah i don't want any of you guys out there thinking man these guys got their ducks in a row sometimes you know life happens money is currency stuff happens and you, and what do i find myself doing i find myself meditating on how i'm going to figure this out or i meditate on the worry that the money's causing i get it mm-hmm. like i i I totally identify with being preoccupied with the anxiety. But what does it keep me from? It keeps me from loving my neighbor because I'm not I'm not even praying for my neighbor. I'm not, You're not thinking about your neighbor. I'm not thinking about my neighbor. And what a huge lesson this is, even for me this morning. I'm like, man, when we're preoccupied with our debt, we aren't thinking about others. We are well, we don't have it, so we can't give it. Instead of sharing what we do have, that it restricts us. Then we're not even thinking about sharing what we have. We're not even thinking about, you know, the bowl of soup. You know, I, I know growing up, my mom had cans of soup like crazy in her cupboards. Why? Because when people showed up, she could just keep adding another can or she'd add water. It was never an option with my mom. Of course, we're going to share what we have. Mm-hmm. You know, did they have lots? No. But sometimes we let our debt be an excuse for not loving our neighbor. I, and But then it goes back to we're not even thinking about our neighbors. We're, so we're, we're not, not even thinking about generosity. And, and we're we, filling our lives up and saying, okay, so how can I get what I, in quotes, need or... To fill quotes, up that void, which we talked, which about, we last talked about last week. week. And, and when really God's saying... Follow me. Walk with me. Because I don't want you guys all to feel guilty, like, oh, we're in debt mm-hmm. and we're doing it all wrong. I Like... We've got to help each other here. This this is why we're here. This is why we're talking about this. And this is what Christ was talking about when he said, we need to spend money on building eternal treasure. Right. And what does that mean? It, it means, you know, again, if, if we go back and we sum up, even in the last year, all of the money that was spent just on interest cost and say, out of that interest cost, how much of that actually went towards building some eternal treasure, investing in it, loving up on others. Because that's what, in a sense, that's what we're called to, right? That's that's loving our goal on here yeah. on earth is right. just to love up on others. Love others and love so your enemy, said, right? Yeah. Um, Andy Stanley throws that one in. I love that. Love God, love others, and love your enemies, you know? Uh, you know, be kind to those who persecute you. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are, we say those flippantly, that's really hard to do. Mm-hmm. But c- could that be a thought? If you're meditating on worry and meditating on how to pay your bills, meditating on those things, you know what? We've got to lay those at the feet of the Father. But while we're doing that, maybe start introducing that thought. How can I love my neighbor today? Mm-hmm. How can I love someone who's hard to love in the next 30 minutes? How can I owe my neighbor a debt of love so that I'm not coveting what they have. Maybe maybe I've been coveting my neighbor's vehicle. Maybe I want 
that Mustang red, mm-hmm. nice, you know, fast vehicle. I'm not that I'm, I'm not a car guy. My kids no, are. No, you're not a guy at all. I, I'm so. not a guy at all. But anyway, <laughs> you know, but maybe, maybe I'm like, you know what? Maybe he needs a meal. Maybe I can invite him for supper and join our family. Maybe his wife's gone on a holiday with the kids and he's like, what would it take? What about you turn your covening? Wow, if we turn our covening and our grasping uh, to to actually reaching out to the mm-hmm. person that we're coveting, mm-hmm. like can you imagine? Like that's the kingdom way. Turn it upside down and backwards. If even if you're feeling like you're coveting still a person's life or a thing or whatever they've got. Do it anyway. Say, come for dinner. Can I make you a batch of muffins? Ask the Father how you can do something that's an action to set yourself, to stand up against that that sin, to set yourself against the lie of, of covening or greed. Like, that's profound. If we start thinking... Like, even in the midst of our struggle financially to pay our debt, yes, that has to happen. But if we introduce those thoughts, Mm -hmm. if we introduce, how can I love my neighbor? Because that's actually what I'm supposed to be doing. I think that God would see that and actually rush in to help us with all that other stuff, Mm -hmm. all that worry, all that struggle, all that financial stuff. Like, Lord, I don't know if you would do that for people today. Like, I'm just here off the top of my head, Lord, I just, I'm asking that as people think about their neighbor instead of worry, where they're saying, I'm not worrying about this today. I'm going to lay it at the feet of the Father. Even though we might have made the mistake, Father, will you come in your grace to us? Will you transform our story? Will you transform our heart? Will you help us reach out to our neighbors who are actually coveting and greeting after? Will you help us love those who are persecuting us who are who are undermining our faith lord that that they want we want walls up between our neighbors when you want to pull the walls down will you show us how to love our neighbor as ourselves practically and in action that we would meditate on those things on how to owe our neighbor love and acts of love so that we ward off coveting and adultery and murder and stealing like Romans 6 says, or Romans 13 says, Lord, we just, we cry out to you for mercy, knowing that you are the God of hope, because this is the hope piece. This is hope in action of how we can get out of, of the mire we're in. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Yeah, that just that happened. I love that when that happens. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, as we as we wrap up, because we are coming to the end, we have to in a sense give ourselves grace if you if you're at the place where you're like hey it is paycheck to paycheck and everything is is allocated and and hey as as Rome or as Proverbs says let's make a plan let's let's be diligent with the plan let's figure out what it takes to get out of debt what it's going to take for you and your family to get it let's work together start within your own family and say all right guys we need to deal with the debt that we have. Here's how we're going to do it. Your mom and I have come up with a plan, or maybe I've come up with a plan, whatever your situation is, and let's start implementing the plan. 
Yeah, or at least talking about it and showing, being real with mm-hmm. your kids and saying, mm-hmm. you know what, we can't do the Calypso trip, but but maybe if CHRI has a contest, we could phone in and <laughs> I don't even know if they have a contest for Calypso, but anyway, but you know, there's mm-hmm. other ways to go about it or say, you know what, maybe you go some mow some lawns if you really want to go to Calypso, you've got to input into this because we just don't have the cash for it, and that builds family and that builds community. And, and that, recognizing that the end goal may be just, hey, how do we love our neighbor, right? Yes. And, uh, and and again, we're not even we only have a minute left here. Mm-hmm. We're not going to define what the neighbor what the neighbor looks like. But I will say this: is your neighbor is anyone who you see who mm-hmm. has a need, and and just allow your heart to 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 go to that need and say, all right, what can I do financially? What can I do to help with that need? And it could be as simple as a meal. It could be something much more long-term uh, in terms it of a commitment. It could be using your hands. And mm-hmm. even if you don't right now have the cash, you can maybe um, put your hands to work to help mm-hmm. them build in their home what needs building. So we have been all over the map today. We, have, <laughs> we, we messed up the schedule. You know what? I'm going to blame Dan because he prayed that if God wanted to derail our conversation today, he could. So he kind of did. There we go. So, so Dan, thank you for that. <laughs> we're, we'll say thank you for that. And we're going to wrap up here. If you uh, need to download the podcast, iTunes, uh, just search Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. You'll find it. No problem. Rate us, please. I mean, if you do listen to it and you like the show, we always love to get the, the ratings. That helps with that. Um, download it off our website or CHRI's website, morethanenough.ca or uh, chri.ca. And my final note today is if you just need help implementing what we've talked about today, that I'm in debt, I need help getting out of debt, come to the Financial Fitness Seminar. It's the fourth Tuesday of every month um, or come to More Than Enough. Uh, again, morethanenough.ca, reach out to us. That's what we're about is, is helping to implement and get you out of debt so that you can live life the way that God's intended it for. So we're done for this week. Yep. Join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.